support makes it possible. Please make a donation today at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Yow. How we... How we... We hear ourselves. You guys hear yourselves? I think I hear myself. Oh, yeah, definitely. There you go. Do I? Do you hear yourself? I don't hear me. I don't hear... Hold on. See if, uh, yeah, let's get in the console there. Console, console. Oh, here I am. Yeah, maybe try. How's, how's okay. yours? That's better. Okay, great. Is that good? That, well, now I'm second guessing. Do I hear myself? I, don't know. <laughs> oh, I hear there you. I there I am. I, okay. Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. All right, good. I, I hear I hear you. Hear you. We, we hear each other, and we hear you, all of you out there. Listening, this is no suggestion. Yes, one of the few radio show podcasts that do the tests live <laughs> on air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do a sound check right there, right then and there. Right when it happens. Listen, this is a... Uh, We're not hiding anything. No, yeah. this is it's all happening here. Transparency is a... I know it's a new... Is it a new or old buzzword? I know it's important right now. It's both. It's both a new buzzword and an old buzzword. Yeah, <laughs> so we're we're giving you transparency. This is how sausage is made. Uh, I'm Ralph Jean Pierre. We got co-host Xavier Pearson here. Xavier Pearson, XP. And I want you. I don't think I know your last names well. So count, I'm going <laughs> to say Countdown Theater is here. Yeah, yeah. Countdown Justin Theater. Justin and Kelly. That's how. That's how I've been introduced to them. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That name travels. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. If you were alive and going to comedy shows in 2017 and 2018, you might remember it. Yes. And, uh, or <laughs> if, or if you were alive in the 2000s and watched, was that American Idol? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Justin to Kelly. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So How, I mean, the, yeah. like the the story of that name, just to get out of the way, because uh, like the topic was broached. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you know, when you're doing a side project in New York improv, you don't expect it to last more than three or four shows. So, wow. like, at least we didn't back when we started doing this in like 2009. So, you know, we went to the bar and tried to come up with like dumb names that made us laugh. And after three beers, we're like, what is the dumbest name we can come up with? And we're <laughs> like, well, you know, I'm Justin. She's Kelly. The yeah. first season of American Idol still a broadly current <laughs> reference that movie was only seven years old we're like well this makes us laugh and it's probably one of the only laughs we'll get in this duo that we don't expect to last more than three or four shows and now it's 13 years yeah. later and we just got to explain this every single time we, we have we so many improv students who were not born when that <laughs> movie was made <laughs> so we try to get like a show of hands we're like if you know what that is like raise your hand and people raise their hand if you don't know what that is raise your hand. it's like pretty even yeah wow how long did the the laughs last for that that name? Oh, they're still going, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> try to sell it. Yeah. You know, at a certain point, like your name is what it is. You know, we're not gonna like rebrand. We did do a show at the Pit Loft, which is now just the Pit Pit. Like the Pit uh, Pit. It's changed names. Yeah, a few yeah. Times. Bunch of years. I think it was called This Theater when we were doing that show there. Wow. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, where there was this very well dressed couple that came in. And they sat politely through our entire show, and they came up to us afterwards, and they were like, you know, it was very interesting, very different thing for us. Um, 
when does the screening start? <laughs> <laughs> and we had to tell them that, like, they had interrupted their walk to, like, the Met Gala because they saw from Justin to Kelly on a sidewalk chalkboard for nothing. There wasn't a screening of the movie. It was just our improv show. Wow. wow. We also, I should, I should mention, cool. yeah. we hadn't seen it until mm-hmm. the pandemic. So we named ourselves this. We knew it was supposed to be like among the worst movies ever made because it's notoriously terrible. Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini. That's right. You people remember his last name. Yeah, I don't know why I do. You said it wrong. It's Guarini. Guarini. See, I I barely remembered it. (laughs) I take joy in saying that last name. Okay. (laughs) But we hadn't seen it and uh, we finally saw it. And you know what? Like it was bad. For mm. sure, oh, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't that bad, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It was mm-hmm. fine. A movie that was fine. They like, could sing, right? They could yeah, sing. They could sing. Yeah, the acting sucked, but they broke every now and then for like some numbers that were well choreographed, and like, like it didn't make me hate my life watching the movie. It just was like, well, you know, it could have done a better job, but they clearly like conceived. Wrote. My mother died. Yeah. My yeah. mother died. That's how bad it was. Oh, could, come on. Come on, Jerry. It couldn't be. It, she had a heart attack and died. Well, well, listen, just because you, step, you, you stepped out of your comfort zone and you took a risk and, and, and maybe some, some bad things happened. I don't, I don't know how attaching your mother's death. I said, come on, Mom. I want to show you some. I want to show you some art culture. We went to see a documentary. And it was so bad she died. I'll forever blame the filmmaker. Wait till I get my hands on them. Oh, well, they're coming outside now. Oh, mission accomplished. We nailed it. Nailed it. People reacted. Oh, oh hey. Oh, oh, more autographs. A fan, hold your breath. Uh, well, I, 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 me, I enjoyed. I can't speak for my friend, but I enjoyed my, I, my time. I sat down and I, I, I saw something. Uh, Thank you, you. You watched Stink the movie, and you felt it all five hours. I just saw the the sign in chalk, and I was like, "Yes, Stink." And you, sir, what was your reaction to? How our elated were you by our film opus? I. I'll be honest. I never read. I never met real filmmakers before, and you have a glow. You have a. I know, Jim. You're not gonna. You're, they, you're not gonna tell them how you urbane, felt. They just have this urbane glow. Shh! Don't tell me. Everything you want has an a autograph. price. Well, how much just are you willing to pay? Damn you and your your how you emanate intelligentsia. Um, I'll take off. My fedora, right? Please, now, and it's blinding me with its class. It's glowing. Stop it! Glowing with class. Look at these people. They love us. We've, they are loving us. We've I'm from North Jersey. Souls. You're hurting, Jim. I'm a I'm a working class dude, and my mom always wanted to be cultured, and I brought her to your film, and it moved her so much that she died in her seat. That is the ultimate compliment. <gasps> well, how dare you! It is. Jim's been struck with emotion. And scene. 
Um, so I, we were talking a little bit about this earlier and I was, I was, uh, I'm going to mention, uh, I was, I was hanging out with a, with a New York clown, fellow clown, Julia Vanderveen. And we, and we were talking about, uh, she's got a one woman show that she's been working on. And we were talking a lot about being in New York and trying to perform in New York. And, uh, I, I want to bring this up with you guys because as improvisers, I think, you're distinct. You're wonderful improvisers, for one. But I think you're distinct in that you guys do a lot of performing out of town. You've been performing together for 13 years. When did that start? Was it from the very beginning? Like, I want to know everything about about this because it's. I think it's it's inspiring. I think there's a whole city of improvisers that I don't think we understand this at all. So we met when we were put on the worst house team in the history of the magnet theater together suspicious beginnings back in 2009 it was called attack heart attack it lasted for four months <laughs> at month two our, our coach russ armstrong came up to everyone he's like guys can you feel the buzz do you feel the buzz it's there's building a, there's a buzz building we're there's like there's, we're, no, there's not we're adults rush you don't have to <laughs> this is, we bad. know how bad we are uh but we weren't the problem and once that team met its just reward we uh you know each got put on you know separate house teams and we're like well fuck we miss working with each other why don't we uh start doing a duo and uh we did it, that very sporadically yeah, for a little while it took it was on the back burner to our house team work there you know and we sort of you know went you know ebbed and flowed through various teams there and like performed every wednesday and did other like side projects but it was always just a side project until uh 2014 when uh you know uh, a few things led to another thing and we were like let's invest in the project that feels like it has the potential to do like the best work most consistently and so we started to invest in this. <clears throat> our duo, yeah. Yeah, in our I was duo. talking about something else. No, no. What is that? Crypto. What is that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crypto. Yeah. We started to invest. Yeah, started to invest. Coins. Well, I mean, like, well, what it means is that, like, uh, you spend enough time on, like, house teams in, like, this city, and you start to play to the expected laughs, right? Like, yeah. you play yeah. down to the expectations of the people who are watching. And, like, yeah, it used to be, maybe still is in some places, like, you can pick individual laughs out of the audience. So you know what people want to hear. You know what they're laughing at. And you know, in part, they're laughing at you because they know who you are and they know that they're supposed to laugh at you. And there's only so much growth that you can achieve, like, from that. And, wow. like, yeah. we wanted to put our work, on, I mean, there's there's more to the story, but, like, we wanted to put our work on the road in front of people who had no idea who we were, who had no reason to like us, who would only judge us based on the work we were putting in front of them and this force ourselves to actually do stuff that was objectively decent. We um we did a show, there was an indie show at the Magnet, there may still be, called The Rundown <clears throat> over um Fourth of July weekend. So nobody else wanted the slot. This is twenty fourteen. And sharing this also sharing that bill was a trio uh called Glassworks from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Ooh. And there were these three, uh, like, just out of high school kids who came in to do a show at the Magnet. 
And we're like, let's talk to these guys. And they're like, we're on tour. And we're like, what do you mean you're on tour? And they're like, we're, you know, we have a van. And, you know, like explain literally what a tour. I'm like, I know what a tour is, but I didn't know that improvisers could do that. You know, because like we had both come up through the magnet, come up through a system of like climbing the ladder or whatever. And these kids were like making their own opportunities, getting their own shows like in cities like all over the country. And they're like, you got to come out and see us in uh, in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And I'm like, well, I got to find that on a map <laughs> uh, first. But like, I think we'd love to. So like we started doing festivals and stuff. And they were like, come out to our festival in December in Oakland. It's cold. These we like, high school kids cold. had their own festival? Yes, they were helping to run a festival out there. And we were like, well, being New Yorkers, right? We're like, well, it's sort of a lot for us to come for one show. I don't know if we can afford it. Like, What, what else do we have going on? <laughs> um, and they were like, well, why don't you come tour with us? Like, come on a mini tour with us, like, before the festival. The first show we did on that tour was in some UW-Madison sophomores uh living room uh and they'd cleared out all the furniture and they're like you got to take off your shoes there's a big american flag billowing down from the ceiling like the sort of flag they fucking display the super bowl was that big right covered the entire ceiling and about like 30 like uh uw madison students like took out their shoes and piled in and like sat cross-legged on the floor while we're like (laughs) trying to avoid like the stereo and the tv and we did a fucking like set and it felt like people were paying attention to the work we were doing in a way that had never, ever happened in the decade we'd each been doing shit in the city. And afterwards, everyone, like, came up and fucking, like, told us what the, they liked. And we all fucking hung out. And, like, we did a show in the Twin Cities the next day. And we did a bunch of shows in Eau Claire after that. And, you know, we came back to New York. And we were like, fuck it. We want to, we got to do more of this. And ever since then, we've been performing almost exclusively uh, out of town. This is, yeah. Are you, a, are you taking it back like I am? Yeah. Like, this is, this is so, why is this so radical to hear? It seems so plain. Yeah. I mean, to be clear, like, like the magnet forced our hand. I don't want to, like, omit the element of the story where they told me that I sucked. And couldn't do shows there anymore. Like after five years on uh, house teams, they were basically like, "Well, you're you're not good enough to be here anymore," which like was objectively incorrect. Uh, and, and as we were starting to build up our thing, like I quit. Like mm. and my team fell apart at the same time, and like that we had the our initial plan was that we wanted the magnet, like. We had both come up there. It was a very special place to us. It was a place where we formed our identities to a large extent. You know, we wanted it first before we knew what we could do on our own. We wanted the magnet to put their stamp on us. We wanted to be a magnet team. You know, yeah, uh, what else are you going to do? What like, else are you going to do? Keep begging these people who already think I suck to fucking take ownership <laughs> of this work that's never going to anything more than like a slot a month at a fucking like mixer show, like spend $3,000 to go through the level system at some other. <laughs> place or just quit doing this right <laughs> none of those were options mm. like no. the only viable option was <clears throat> to uh really take ownership of our present work and our future possibilities and uh basically show everyone how fucking wrong they were <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it. Wow. Origins. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah. I like the phrase, take uh, take ownership of our present work and our future possibilities. Yeah, like I a, love that. I'm a, uh, freaking the best TED and Talk. And we, like, our show, to be clear, when we first started touring, like, it was pretty inconsistent. Like, we got better at this show and developed our own style, like, out on the road. And like the you, you can't not get better by putting your work up night after night, you know, uh, in front of people. I mean, we'll do tours where we'll do like 10 shows in 10 different cities in 10 different days, yeah. you know, and just like go from place to place. And by now we've been doing this long enough that we have people in most places where we go who know us and like want us to come back. But that was very much not the case when we first started off we were we got in the door by virtue of the fact that we were from new york city but yeah, yeah. they liked our show based on whether or not it was a good show yep. the place we we're from only only got us in the door it didn't Open buy us any yeah. like applause i'm fond of saying that that for an artist here especially a performer that's that's why we're paying this much rent yeah it is mm-hmm. yeah. it is yeah. so that we can be here in new york stamp yeah, you because yeah. you're here, you're rubbing shoulders with the with the other people who are crazy enough to be here. We're mm-hmm. all sharpening each other, but then what we're all supposed to do. I've said this so many times that I don't feel I've really learned this lesson is like go out and proliferate this work elsewhere. Um, I was right about you, Jerry. You suck. I was right about you 17 years ago. I knew it. I told everyone. And that's still true. Well, I can't deny what you say, and I can't deny what you said. I'm still the best fisher on this pier. I don't care how many lures and rods you got. I'm going to catch the first bass. Well, you might be the best fisher on this pier, but I am the man who owns this pier. So, you know, we both got something, uh, to celebrate, I suppose. Think you're just such a think you're such a big shot because you saved up from the puny fish you caught to buy this pier. Well, <laughs> I, I did. I traded that one fish in for two, and I traded them two fish in for four. And before you know it, I had eight. One fish, two fish, reference. Shut up, Jerry. Oh, Michael, I I gotta say I admire your passion, and I you know I I take your criticisms to heart, but I I am still gonna charge you the uh, the dock fee here for your uh, the the fish can notice when there's turmoil amongst us, they feel it. It's also right, the fish are not gonna bite when they hear us men's fight. Don't don't you all you don't you get your gang here to gang up on me? It's because. The, it's because I know you suck, and I'm going to tell the whole town that you suck, and I'm your peer sucks, and your the fish suck. Well, you done told the whole town, and everyone agrees with you. I ran for mayor on that platform. You did, and you got a bunch of votes, not the most votes. I didn't win. Okay, fine. I didn't win, but I got a, I got a lot of votes on the Jerry Sucks party. <laughs> you sure did. Well, well, who's on the fish party? Huh? Well, it was you, Clyde. That's right. Yeah, you I ran handled on the fish party. 
Mayor Clyde, excuse me. Yeah, that's right. I candidly took a big chunk of your votes, Mayor Clyde. Who who took a big chunk of my votes? I took a big chunk of them. You didn't win by a, a lot. Yeah, I won by just enough with the spirit and the help of my flounder friends. They've got the vote in this here town. <laughs> Just keep, keep. I feel like I'm being backed into a corner. Don't fall off, them fish bite. This, I'm gonna jump off of this stupid pier. I'm not afraid of you or your pier or your fish. Ain't nothing gonna happen to me when I jump into that water. That's suicide, my friend. That's suicide. I'm just gonna catch a bunch of fish. That's all that's gonna happen. I done told you, them fish bite. They're used to bait. <laughs> that's all they're used to they get a touch of a man they're gonna be insatiable get ready to see a man come up come up for air with nothing but fish in his hand yep. something's coming up for air suck it jerry god damn it <laughs> <laughs> that's another yeah, fish in the Oh no. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's so that's such an amazing inspiring um story. I want to hear also about um cuz I remember I took a workshop with you guys a couple years ago too. I want to hear about your I'm making a big exception here. I'm being very magnanimous. Very, uh, sorry, I was about to go to a Trump impression, but I'm being, <laughs> being very, very, magnanimous. very, yeah, very, ma- but uh, because I usually avoid talking about improv on this show, but I just feel your story is just so, so wonderful. Uh, but I want to know, like, what makes a, a countdown theater show or a Justin uh, and Kelly show? What, what makes that show? And oh, like, I'd really want to hear just like what your thoughts on improv are now. We do improv without ideas. Whoa. Um, it's the sort of most concise way to put it. Uh, am I mischaracterizing, Cal? No, no, that's right. I mean, um, so like when we first just start, started discovering our format, we both, by virtue of the fact that we've been on house teams and stuff, had a very specific way that we each played. And it was pretty talky and pretty referential and very up here, like up cerebral. And like, we made the definitive choice to throw away everything that worked for us individually and to discover mutually what was going to work like for the two of us. And that was hard to be clear. It mm. is hard to let go of the things that you feel make you funny. What you were know? some of those things? Oh, you know, I mean, it's just like trying to be really witty, quickness, really re- smart, referentiality. These Referen- are all things that are my right in my back pocket. I mean, look, look, we can still pull it out. You put me yeah. in a jam, like I'll do it. It's yeah. still there, yeah. you yeah. know. But um we were like I I had told for for myself. I had told myself like, well, I'm not a physical player. I said that for a long time before I started working with him. Wow. And I'm like I look at that now and I'm like, that's crazy because you have like a whole body as a person that you could use, you know, but I told myself, I don't use, I'm, I don't, I don't play physically at all. I'm all up here. And so for me, it was like revelatory to be doing work as we kind of built trust between the two of us. That was like 
largely silent, um, based in eye contact, and like a really emphasized physicality. And so like our show now still does that. We try to we try to wring the most out of every choice that we make. So Yeah, we realized after a point that um you know, we were each in the early days of our work uh, going our work. Uh, I love I yeah. love it. I feel yeah, like you yeah, guys well, really talk about Fuck it, man. We don't take our shit seriously. Fuck Nobody else no will. Else, and like no one else does. And that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. But we take it seriously as fucking poison, man. Like I haven't spent fucking a decade like building up this show, like to pretend that I don't think it's great. Yeah. You know, like I love <laughs> like we fuck like at the beginning, we were like realizing that we were each trying to defeat each other on stage. Right. You know, the impulse like, oh, you, you <laughs> yeah. want to win this scene. Right. You want to be the one who gets the laugh. You want to be the one whose idea gets played. You want to be the one who drives it. And after a while, that takes you nowhere because that impedes the creation of trust, especially in a duo. If you cannot trust your partner to um, like listen and play with you, um, then you will never develop the. Um, the trust, at least we were going to develop the trust necessary to actually enter that space of mutual discovery and sustain it for the entire show. So after a while, what we started doing is like, all right, this is what I mean by improv without ideas. We're not coming up with anything, nothing. We're not even going A to A. Like we're just going to come out there and look at each other and we're going to look at each other and we're going to try to pick up on the smallest possible, uh, physicalities and movements that we each have and we're going to sort of build from there and eventually after a little bit of that like we will get to a mutual emotional state and then we will exist in that emotional state for a while and then after we have been in there for as long as we possibly can then we'll say something and it's just a word word or two right and then we'll just exist in that word for a while and then we'll grow from there. And the, uh, the show has evolved over the years that we've been doing it's it. It's no longer as It's no longer as like esoteric. But our goal has been for a long time since we disc- since we sort of created this format together that the goal would be for people to walk away saying like they had a good show or that was a good show. Or not, that was a bad show. Or that was a bad show. They had, you know, I didn't not, lie. Not she was but good, not, he yeah, sucked, yeah. you know, or like vice versa. So really getting rid of any sort of like individual markers of achievement and i think you know for me i'd already had the benefit of like nine years of improv where that was like my goal not to that i was like a selfish asshole but mm. like you know like the house team mentality is very much like it's so don't get me started about improv like <laughs> it's a it's a uh it's a socialist art form trying to exist in a capitalist system don't you know? get you started it you're on a I know. Radio. No, no, I mean like my yeah. like my like yeah. opinions about like improv. But like you're trying to stand out because yeah. like even though improv is a group mind thing, the whole house team thing is like, well, you have to be like memorable or they won't cast you. So like this got rid of all of that. And so our shows evolved over the years. So like to be clear, like a lot of our shows really fucking sucked when we first doing. Yeah, they're really bad. We remember very vividly uh, a woman who suggested hot tub. Uh, There's about four people in the audience. So we could very much tell when the person who gave the suggestion got up and walked out and left the theater. Have you ever had that experience? 
And have you ever thought, like, could I go with Lady, you? Lady, we wish we could go with you. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here either. But here's the thing, right? You got to trust each other enough to fucking fail together yeah. before you can trust each other enough to succeed to, uh, together. And what we realize is if we trust each other enough to commit to the choice that we make, even if it's a shitty choice, like, and just see it through, what that means is that we know that we're not going to get to a point where one or the other of us starts to think to themselves, this choice sucks. It's up to me to save it, right? And Ooh, then one yeah. person rides into the rescue, and that might save the scene, but it kills the trust that you're trying to build if your goal is to be like, we're in this together. We're not going to prioritize any individual idea here. We're going to build what we have Everything we have so we, is to derive. We go down to flames together or we like rise together every time. Oh my I God. Feel. Just like bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> rise together, we die together. Something like that, right? That's what together. Will Smith forgot. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's what he forgot. <laughs> he remembered. Um, uh, the show has evolved a bit since then. We've ad- the thing that we've added that has, I think, changed it the most is. Because the format that we've just described is pretty, it can be a little alienating, especially if you've never seen improv before. If, so for if, example, you're a well-dressed couple walking in If off you're the going in to see from Justin Kell and you see two people breathing at each other for like three minutes, you're like, what the hell is this? So the thing that we did is we started to add in um, like three to five minutes of crowd work at the top of the show. Whoa. Almost like stand-up mm. or like storytelling from our day or whatever. And depending on how long we have, sometimes we go a little longer. But what that does, um, it loosens us up and it gets us focused on that. It gets us like interacting with the audience. It gets them seeing us as relatable, funny people. And it gets them on board. You know, then we say, okay, well, we've done this and now we're going to do this other thing. We ask every audience directly (laughs) right before we uh, get the get. Like, we're like, are you with us? Yeah. And by making them say, yes, we're with you, right? That makes them actually be with us and take this journey uh, through something that's unlike what they're used to seeing. So it works for everybody, I think, like that ad. But yeah. That's that's fantastic. I, I really feel like this, this it's feel, it sounds like something that's been worked through, that's been so thoughtfully and carefully through real trial and error, uh, like arrived at. And like, uh, man, I love this. And a lot of analysis, too. Like, we sat down once and analyzed, like, every show we'd done for the first, like, two to three years when things were inconsistent, and we tried to find, we went through every show, we recapped every show, we looked at what sort of suggestions, like, threw us, and which ones we did well We looked at our state's position. Yeah. Like, like, what, like, what's the hit rate for shows where we start facing each other, or the ones, like, when we're, like, you know, one person comes off, the other person doesn't. Like, we really, like, ran uh, the analysis on all of our uh our stuff and uh to the extent we're probably overthought it a little bit but man i've been on enough improv teams in this fucking city where like caring about it too much and too vocally marks you as like a patchy or like someone that no one like not cool no one else wants to admit that like they care about this and it just has felt good for the last last decade to not have to like pretend that this is or that to, i'm too cool yeah, for right, this to affect a fake blase attitude yeah. towards like where's this work oh oh 
Hello. Hi, Janet. Hi. Good to see you. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see you, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> it's just like, I just saw you, and now <laughs> I'm seeing you again. And like, what an unsurprise. Like, uh, it's like every day I get up and I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'll get a surprise today. I wonder if a new thing will happen. And then I see you and I go, oh, I guess it won't. <laughs> Every time you walk into this store, I'm like, here it is. It's 10.05. Must be that time again. I am just coming in to pick up my usual, um, my use. You don't have to tell me. I already have it ready. It's coming in to pick up my use. Here it is. Here it is. An egg and cheese croissant with I- gummy bears. My huge. Only yellow ones. Only yellow ones. To match the eggs. Egg and cheese. So that if anybody saw you eating it, they wouldn't know that. I know. Uh, I know what you like. Boring. Uh, It's just that I can taste the love in it. Whatevs. It's fine. Holy shit, this bodega's on fire! Shit, shit, I gotta get out of here! Uh, bodega's Uh, on fire again? Oh my gosh. Do I have to call the fire department? Oh, no. They are so annoying. It's like this place is going to burn down. I've been coming here for 17 years every morning. It's just like it's hot in here, but like it's fine. It's like, really? It's like, oh, really? The temperature is going to rise? Oh, wow. What it's like, wow, genius, fire. Wow. Who invented this? You and I won't. You won't hand me a sandwich in the morning and we won't like have the smallest amount of eye contact that like. (laughs) solidifies our friendship but also we pretend we don't see the connection like <laughs> whatever oh um, my god you two get out get out it's filling up with smoke uh, singed my elbow oh like, my gosh oh my god. <laughs> i can actually breathe a little bit better now i don't know why that is oh my god like each cough like burns and it's like thank god uh, something I've, different yeah like it's because like, i keep asking you for more pepper on this sandwich uh, which i really uh, Appreciate you making it look like uh, my mom made it. I guess we should go. Or die, like whichever one. It seems like either way, either way, dying is like unexpected. Either way, it's Tuesday. Yeah, it's like, yeah, let's get something new happening. That <laughs> 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 was super fun. <laughs> so how about you guys? Where do you guys like... Uh, Ooh, we've shared a bunch of opinions what we think about like <laughs> improv in New York, but we also haven't really done a show here since 2018. Uh, I suppose this counts. Like, yeah, does this count? Does uh, this break the street? Yes. Oh my gosh! Thank God, show. it's New York. This is like, broadcasting live. By oh the way, my goodness. live. What's the state of New York improv right yeah, now? In I, your view. I think Xavier knows knows a little bit more that's, than I do. That's funny because you're a part of a, a New York staple. Oh yeah, that's I feel true. like <laughs> I don't think about it. Yeah, I'm, I play with North Coast. There's a hip hop improv uh, team, and they're they're they're. Uh, I'm just gonna say they're pretty popular. I think as they're far as very popular New York yeah. teams go. Yeah, and uh, I had I had I didn't I didn't build. I, came, I mean, it came in late. They were already exist for like eight nine years when I came on, and. Um, uh, it's funny that you guys are talking so much about this. I have 
not a similar perspective, but I, I guess a parallel perspective where I'd been hanging around this, the New York improv scene since like 2008 at least. Xavier's heard this story many times. And, uh, <laughs> but I never, I never made a house team yeah. anywhere. Um, and I was always hoping to, but like, I feel thankful for it. Our guest before last, Maria Schroeder, was talking about how I didn't realize this, but she had a big audition at the Magnet. And like, um, I saw her before that and told her, you know, it shouldn't make or break you as an artist and then as an improviser whether or not you get on a house team. Because that's a lesson I had to learn is that I love improv. I feel like I'm a lifer and I couldn't let not ever making it onto a team define me and define me as a as a comedian yeah. and as an artist. Uh, so I don't know. I feel the post-pandemic landscape of improv I feel is very exciting. Yeah, it 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 does feel everything does feel very exciting. It feels like I don't know the it's anyone's game. Yeah, yeah. New York scene yeah. is sort of young again, and it's like everything sort of feel everyone's sort of feeling it out, and there's a lot of energy. We should make a play, Cal. We should uh, jump back in the uh, we should jump back in the soup. <laughs> we want to. Well, we have a really dumb idea that we don't think we're going to. We're not sure how we're going to execute. Um, we have been contemplating how to get back into doing shows in the city. And our idea was to do in January, 2023, 90 shows in 30 days. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I want to be 2023. So coming up soon. Yeah. yeah in like yeah. a month and a half. I want to be part of that in any way that I can. <laughs> that sounds so cool. <laughs> Three shows a night, 30 days. Uh, or on average, you know. Or on Maybe average. on, you know, like, we we did a, uh, in May of this year, we did a telethon to raise money for our improv festival that we run in Florida. That's a whole other story. Um, and we did uh, 25 sets uh, in a row. In 12 hours. In 12 hours. 25, hours. 25 duo sets no breaks like in 12 hours. So we know we can do that. <laughs> and it's, it's funny, right? Because now the sort of uh, things have flipped. We can go into most cities in the United States now and people know who we are. Like we did a show as we were talking about in Des Moines uh, last week and we'd never been to Des Moines before, but there was a bunch of people who knew us. Wow! Yeah, like we cool. uh, we did shows in you know the Twin Cities in Madison. We're going to Columbus, Ohio, and Cleveland this weekend, and they're doing a big swing of Texas. Uh, Baton after that. Rouge, yeah, Baton Rouge, Atlanta. Like we're going all over the place. Baton Rouge, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like nobody knows who we are in New York. No, right we've been around for a long ass time. It's really disjointed everywhere. Like, yeah, I feel like but there's it, tons yeah. of that. Like. You know, what I mean, like I like this show, you know, my favorite team ever is Centralia. Mm -hmm. This show is named after them because they don't take a suggestion. Mm -hmm. And like I talk to improvisers all the time. A lot of them don't know who Centralia is. So it's like there's a disjointedness that is just maybe the nature of New York or, or whatever it is. I think it's the theater system, man. I mm. think like that's why this moment is so exciting. Yes. Because coming up at the Magnet, I've mentioned the Magnet so many times, but I haven't <laughs> talked about it in a while. Yeah. But um. You come up in your own, it's crazy. Like, so I started at UCB. I took classes at UCB when I first started oh, 20 if years people ago. people from the Magnet are listening, 
Fuck you. I'm oh, still no, it's, mad. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, it. Fuck you. I'm still mad. Yeah. I'm, that's the yes. title. So, like, started at UCB, like when it was coming up, and then went over to the Magnum when they first opened. So I was there for a long time. And the crazy thing is that once I made that switch, like, part of it is the financial investment that you make and mm. how the credits don't transfer. So you can't just go take a class. Ooh. Like, you know, mm. like I have, a, you know, so you get entrenched in your own silo. And so after a while, it wouldn't even occur to me to go show, go see shows at other places, go take classes at other places. Cause you know, your social circles there and your friends are there and you've invested mm-hmm. in this place. And there's nothing really wrong with that. But in New York, like it's crazy to me that there are like per capita thousands and thousands and thousands of people like me who are into the same thing, whom I'll never, who I would we never meet. Know. I mean, you know? the, the other thing that is also like I, I think about how to open this show up. I'm not in a rush because I want to invest in the improvs. I love improvisers so much. I love all comedians so much. But the one thing that is true is many improvisers don't even consider themselves comedians. Yeah. Yep. 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 Very I, self-apologetic uh, yeah. group. And it's the same. I'm also like part of the clown scene. It's the same with them. Clowns don't consider themselves comedians. But so so that's one thing. But like, uh, yeah, I'm very much uh what's the word i'm looking for what am i trying to say what uh uh um i lost it i lost the thought i was gonna have improvisers don't consider themselves comedians meaning like you're expanding the you know you want to expand the definition of like what a comedian is to sort of just this idea i i i think the fact that we all the fact that improvisers don't know more of each other is one thing yeah like we don't have a a better way to showcase each other. We don't look at each other as artists. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even though it's a team sport. So maybe there's teams of artists, but we don't, we don't. Uh, and I think young Ethel, uh, as a shout out to young Ethel, I think they're doing a really good job of helping to promote that. Just like offering their space. It's a bar in South Slope that's run by improvisers. Oh, you nice. Guys, uh, you guys should do some stuff there. And, um, the, uh, but, uh, they're doing a great job. And, uh, you know, there's different, there's indie shows all over town. But still, like, yeah, people don't get to know each other, don't know each other as artists. We don't look at ourselves as artists. And improvisers don't hang out with other kinds of comedians. No. No. Not. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm always thinking, like, 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 throw two stand ups and uh, on your improv show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just do it so that we can get to know each other. And all learn more from each other, man. Cause the, cause each scene in New York is so vibrant, but we're all like, no, the, the one of the, the biggest thing we've learned on tour, maybe even more than perfecting our show is how to not only, how not only to talk to people we don't know, but to love talking to people that we don't know hmm. and that we have that are, we're curious about. Because after, you know, you spend time like you're just in your own little bubble. And you're always talking to the same people, doing bits with the same people. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't, you know, like it was a nice life. But like we just get so much joy from like going to a different city and like like uh, talking to people. Remember that guy? Remember that workshop we did in Cedar Rapids, Iowa in oh, 2015? With the, uh, the, uh, the, with the prison the guard? Corrections hug. CO, yeah. Cal- yeah. corrections officer. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was adamant that it, it wasn't a prison. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. no, it was great. Like yeah. this guy um, <coughs> came up to us and he was sort of mean mugging us the entire workshop, and we're like, "Well, this guy's gonna, gonna kill us, like <laughs> kill us afterwards." And he came up to us in a real low, like gravelly voice. He came and got a beer with us, like uh, I'm uh, thinking about uh, 
making the leap and uh, getting into uh, acting and comedy full time. Uh, do you think I've got it in me? And we're like, yes, yes, no, yeah, sure, yep. He's like, I- I'm pretty funny on the uh, on the tier. Uh, I uh, I call the Latin Kings the Lion Kings. He's like, yep, it sounds sounds, <laughs> sounds good. Got to be there. But this fucking guy made it. He did. He moved to Atlanta. He followed it. Uh, and he was on the last episode of uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. He did a scene with Bob Odenkirk, uh, like, right at the end there. I'm like, if, like, if Adam can, uh, like. Cedar Rapids? Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. Like, Why did you guys bring so much inspiration into this studio today? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be so inspirational. <laughs> I mean. Wow. I mean, we, we, we spent enough time, like perform with the same 12 people to the point where like when someone who wasn't like familiar to us would come into the theater and watch a show we'd be suspicious we're like what are these people who is that doing that they're like oh wait they're paying customers wanting to like like see a comedy show and laugh at it but it goes back to what you're saying like improvisers don't think of themselves as like professional comedians as performers who uh are putting work out for public uh, uh, uh approval that's because we think of like the clubhouse element of it like you're doing it for this like people who are just waiting to do their own shows and uh it's all part of a community everyone needs a community but we just wish people would yeah, take it a little more seriously and you know think of it as like this is actually uh performance this is actually art and it could actually be a business yes yes uh, which I want to talk about, but it seems to me like you guys have really devoted yourselves to like this l- life of vulnerability. Like really, I don't like this phrase just because I never really understand, but it seems apt here. Like you guys have com- committed to this life of putting yourselves out there, whatever out there is. Yeah, we get so, <laughs> we still get so hurt when people like, like don't like it or like don't get it. Like mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of like, close off people out there like even still and like we encounter them when we try to like get bookings or you know cult like reach out to places that you know haven't you know met us before seen us before and or like just people who are oh you do improv oh well you know good for you (laughs) you know it's like well adam uh i understand that you're trying to tell me a joke i don't get the joke okay 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 hold hold on hold on (laughs) All right, so uh, there's uh, these two characters. You already restarted like seven times uh, this in, front, in the exact same place. Uh, can someone help me out here? I'm, I'm losing track of the joke. <laughs> ah. I'm, all, I'm almost, you want some birthday cake? Maybe we just eat some cake? Yeah, no, 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 no. I got to get the joke down first. We'd love to open these presents. Can yeah. everyone please chill? I'm the birthday It's me boy. and my twin sister. It's our Okay, okay. We're all, whose birthday is it? Oh, my God. I mean, it's really all of our birthdays, but, you know, please take the spotlight. It's a joint birthday party, but, you know, we're twins, and then you joined on. I did. I Your birthday is earlier in the week. Well, you know what? No one came to my party, so I decided to come to yours, and I'm going to tell this joke. All right, so there's these two characters, all right? They're sort of like, ah. I'm sorry. It'll just take, we're going to get through this joke, and then. All right, so one of them is, uh, uh, he's from the West, and the other one is from uh, the the ocean. I, I feel like part of the problem is you do something else with your hand over here on the side, and I feel like I'm supposed to be looking at that. Uh, okay, uh, 
my hands in, in my pockets, okay? Okay, uh, where was I? <sighs> Happy birthday, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank I, you. Yeah, we, I, I appreciate that. It's everyone's birthday. Yes, yeah. it's all of our birthday. It's really nice that it's our all of our birthday, you know, mm. I guess week in your case, because it's not your birthday today, but... It's our birthday week, and you know it's nice that we all got together to celebrate here. And you know we're just about to blow the candles and open our presents. Okay, well the candles are dripping wax on the cake, uh, but we can't blow them out before <laughs> I get a laugh because that's bad luck. <laughs> I don't, that's a tradition that you made up. Dude, that's yeah. a new tradition that I just heard about. Well, but it's my birthday, and I get to be the one who sets the tradition. All right, so there's two characters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You laugh to yourself. Does that count? You gotta laugh. <laughs> I gotta laugh. Yeah. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. All right. Please put the knife down. <laughs> <laughs> that feels good. That's fun. Um, yeah, uh, Xavier, did you get to talk about your your point of view on the on the New York improv scene right now? Um, I, I, um, it's. It's a sort of a perspective, a very similar perspective. I never th- thought about actually about the 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 circumstance of location, like just being stuck in the New York bubble. But I have my perspective is that I have thought about New York. Um, I'm trying to catch my I'm trying to catch my 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 thought. Um, catch it. Uh, um. I feel like yes, we do perform for each other a lot, and yeah, you guys said it basically, yeah. And I've just never thought of the whole thing of traveling, of like going out. It's scary. Yeah, I I brought it up many times. I'll bring it up again. I'm going through a a, a, a devastating, painful breakup oh. of a couple uh, years relationship. Oh, I'm 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 out of the worst of it now. Okay. It's been a okay. few weeks. Um, but the, I thank you for your, uh, empathy. Of course. Um, but, uh, one of the things that I'm ashamed to say is like, uh, my ex and I did a lot of traveling together and I'm, for many reasons, I feel scared to travel now without her. Yeah. It, it feels weird. And I, and I know I need to, I know, uh, there's stuff, a lot of stuff waiting for me out there and I, I got to get the gumption to get up out there have you guys no. been to south america i keep thinking about south america we I've have never been to south america and make that happen what were you gonna say Cal? oh i just think everything you know like everything in time you know i think it's funny i have to say and obviously like with the appropriate amount of perspective here because a lot of us lost things during the pandemic that were much worse and much more like tragic than what I'm about to say. Mm. But like, I can't explain what it was like to lose, like doing this, the traveling and the Mm. in-person shows. Like it was devastating. I feel like I was grieving for like two years, you know? I mean, I don't know if you felt that way, but just for us, the way we designed our show, we did do some, we ran some fest, uh, we run a festival, as I mentioned, and we did some producing over Zoom. 
but we didn't perform much over Zoom because it wasn't really like, it didn't translate particularly well and we just didn't really take to it. And I just... I was depressed for two years. Yeah. I didn't really want to put in the work to try to make it. No, I just was translate. like, surely we won't have to, to do depressed. this. Yeah. Yeah, and time. also like, I, I, you know, I have a day job and spend a lot of my day on Zoom and I'm like, you know, this doesn't feel much different than like everything I just did for the last eight hours, you know, talking at this screen. So like, it feels so great to be back out there doing things in front of live audiences. But I'm really trying to like yeah. not, I'm trying to enjoy it for what it is and not measure it against what it was because things got so interrupted. I don't know what I'm trying to say it. I'm trying to relate to what you just said. But it's I've, like, I've I'm trying it. not to make too much meaning. Like it feels really like important now that we're doing this. Mm. And I think that, you know, I don't want to take it for granted, but I also like, want to be able to enjoy it without the weight of like the things that have just come before. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, something you said about being a lifer, right, Ralph? Like uh, been around the block long enough to realize that for people like us, this is not a stepping stone to commercial auditions Mm. and shit like that anymore. I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, I'll do it. If they want (laughs) to put me in a White Castle commercial, I'll, you know, eat those sliders. A thousand burgers. Right? But like, at least when I got into this, like my initial instinct was, well, you know, be a great way to like get into the uh, like entertainment industry and like get on SNL or some show or some shit, yeah. you know, like adolescent dreams. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and like, like, I suppose one reason why you stick around New York is because that's the place where that shit is still possible. But the reason why you stick around improv after being like in it for a decade and a half you know and none of those things have have happened it's because you found something better and it's just the thing you thought you were doing as a route to something else and then you do it long enough and you realize you were where you were meant to be like the whole time what movie did i watch or listen to something where is exactly that like Maybe it's the Wizard of Oz or it's something like that. It's like, oh, you were trying to get to this thing, and the whole time you were trying to get to it, the trying to get to it was the thing that, yeah, the the, the journey of trying to get to wherever you thought you were getting. The whole time you were there, you were already there, and uh, ah, it's such a wild, strange, like Zen thing, but it is true. It is like, yeah, I, I like, uh. To me, improv is like a perfect metaphor for being creative in itself. And it's, yeah, it's so beautiful. It's spiritual. We were saying a little bit earlier that sort of interesting that out in the world, people know us, but here in New York, no one knows who we are. But, you know, that's sort of how we like it. Mm. Like, maybe we had to go away for eight years to reset this city to a place where we could do the work that we need to do here without anyone expecting anything of us or like knowing to laugh at what we give. And if this really is like a moment of regeneration for the scene here in this city where we still live and don't plan to leave, like, fuck it, man. Next year, let's reemerge and actually bring our work back home 
at least some for a little bit like when <laughs> yeah. we're not in like fucking uh, des moines or something like florida. that yeah florida yeah that's so nice dude i feel like i feel like this is a part of a i feel like i'm a part of some, something larger but you're also just the way you guys are talking is like wow this is feels big and important in some way the thing you guys are talking about but it's also making me re uh it's also reaffirming for me how much like we had a guest on last week uh uh Rocky Powell and we talked about <laughs> what's wrong with me that I've known who she was for many years and we've never spoken because I'm shy and I like to lurk mm-hmm. um I don't even really think I'm shy but I do like to lurk but for me it's like uh it also reaffirms like man I love improvisers i love all comedians and i there is and i just lo- i love artists like it really makes me you're reaffirming this what artists people in general but as a group of people artists everybody has so many different things that they have to contribute and it's like oh what a tapestry to get all the different points of view that come into just on this radio show slash podcast which i haven't done any of the promos <laughs> for hold on <laughs> You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, independent listener-supported radio. Yeah. Um, listen to us on the Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app. That's right. Also, uh. be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for new uh, to hear about new programming and mm-hmm, events. Mm-hmm. Also, this this show, No Suggestion, is a podcast. Uh. You can get it on all your podcast apps. Please rate and subscribe. This is No Suggestion. Anyway, there's such a tapestry <laughs> of new perspectives that come in, just come in to do this show of all these improvisers who have so many different places that they're coming to improv from and, and so many other things to talk about. And it's so cool that we all share this language of like, we can just look at each other and make something up and put a world in people's minds. We all learned how to do this weird thing and we all practice it a lot because we love it but we're all coming from such different places and have such different reasons we're still doing it and uh man i and and we can talk about that and share those and like expand i i just, i feel like i'm gonna come out of this show so charged up tonight so thankful thanks that you for guys, the opportunity to talk about all this stuff oh i i loved it and uh you guys are uh, tell people where to find you online oh. in the last 10 seconds here. Uh, you can. We have a website from justintokelly.org. You can find us on Facebook at From Justin to Kelly Comedy, or you can find us on Instagram at FJTK Improv. FJTK Improv, yes. Please follow. And if you're in Columbus or Cleveland this weekend, come see us. Yes. Uh, this will The podcast will come out after that. All right, then. You missed it. If you're in Texas or Baton Rouge after Thanksgiving, uh, <laughs> come, come see us. See us. Baton Rouge. All right. This has been No Suggestion. We 